Today in the Highlight Zone podcast is part two as we explore COVID-19 in the football season and what is an unusual season. Matt Enfield talks with Marshfield head coach Denny Gadel about how difficult it was to have the season delayed just days before the start of the season. He also went into how they spent one week preparing for not one, not two, but three possible teams for a Friday game and how those Fridays feel when they do get on the field. I'll let Matt Enfield take it away from here. Hope you guys enjoy. So, Denny, let's start out with, without getting into any sort of privacy issues or revealing names or anything like that, could you just take me through the day when you guys first hear the news that you have positive tests within the program and kind of how that all played out? Well, um, it was kind of really disheartening, obviously, uh, only because of the fact that um, we worked so hard through the whole summer and, you know, with our AD, you know, and our, us, my coaching staff and everything we went through with all the kids for the whole summer. I mean, we had all coaches on board and we had a couple main computer people and we had the main um, people sending out uh, places where the kids had to sign up every day and, and take their temperatures and, and tell if they had, you know, the, the five questions, you know, and we answered those every, every day when we went to, to work out. So we had our cohort split up. So we just worked really extremely hard, I would say. And I know we could always probably work better, but um, once the kids leave campus and, and they, they leave, you don't know what they're doing as far as what we had them do in, in, their, little, in their little cohorts working out all summer because you know, they get together and they're still together. Um, so it did, it did hurt a little bit when, when we start football and we get actually a chance to start practicing and we're practicing for a couple of weeks and we find out that, you know, one of our, one of our team members uh, does come down with a positive case. And, you know, it might have not been from him. It might have come from another family member. And so, um, but we take the brunt of it, you know. So people say, oh, football started and, and then you get it, you know. So it was kind of, you kind of take offense to that when, when we tried so hard and, and people were doing so much to, to be safe. You know, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy disease and crazy thing to have happen. Uh, you can fight it best you can, but there's always a guy going to throw a sucker punch at you. And, and this little COVID thing is throwing sucker punches all over. So, um, um, but we battled through, did the things we had to do, took our time off, um, had teams meeting, had virtual workouts, just like we did in the summer. At some points in time, we did virtual workouts. Um, you know, Coach and, and Coach Lukey and, and I did a couple with him. It, you just do those things so we keep somebody, you know, together and, and keep the people at least talking to each other and, and seeing each other on, on a video like this, but they all shut their, their cameras off and we just, you know, it's mostly talking, but um, so we'll, we're, we're going to battle and we're going to keep doing it. And, and hopefully we can uh, manage through the rest of the season and, and get, get our games in and, and uh, just be happy. I guess we're going to have to be happy because that's all we're going to get. Again, without disclosing names, numbers wise, was it just one positive test or were there multiple? Um, I'm going to say that, geez, there had to be, multiple different positive ones because it, it hit a, a couple of our position groups. How's that? Um, without, like I said, without trying, without getting in trouble, it hit a couple position groups. So that means obviously there was multiple, um, multiple cases, but it wasn't a, a monstrous amount. How's that? It was not, but once that uh, contract contact tracing goes, if that's the right thing I had to say, um, it, it takes out a lot of kids. So that's where we ended up. Um, losing several positions on the team, you you can't make up. I mean, we would have, we we had plans for you know a bunch of sophomores coming up and trying to fill in spots, which would have been. Uh, I I was afraid for I'm afraid for younger kids coming to play varsity football at our level and at any level. 
because, you know, younger kids are just not at the stature to take on the, the, the force of, of, of a hit from, a, from an older kid. Um, so I was worried more about that, and I think the rest of our guys were too. So after we had, you know, more positive cases, we just said, you know, let's take our, our time off and, and come back when we're stronger. Sure. What are the emotions? Is it fear? Is it anger? Confusion? Do you go into protect mode? Where do you stand when that happens? Man, oh man, I, I would say it's, is it, is it uh, stages of, of uh, grief? Can you go there? Is it those kind of things? So you just hit four or five of those stages of grief and, and you do that. So it's, it's anger immediately. And then only because of what I talked about just previously, uh, but you know, after a while, you got to throw your hands up in the air and say, it is what it is, and we can't control it. Like any coach says to their kids, we can only control what we can control, and if we worry about us, you know, we'll be just fine. And um, I guess at the end of the day, you're, you're into that mode where it's like, okay, this hit us, now what do we do? So uh, we put on our T-shirts this year. They just got them finished, and it's adjust, adapt, and overcome. That's on our, on our team T-shirts. And uh, – sweats that we that we wear and and so you go with that and maybe that's our model and, and we're gonna we're gonna live with it you know I don't you said earlier how, what COVID is I forgot it I was just gonna use it how we how we battle with COVID and you had that little saying you had right before we started the meeting here but uh we're adjusting adapting overcoming and that's what we're gonna try to do you mentally prepared for this possibility going into the season yes there's no doubt we prepared for this I mean there's a lot of teams that said immediately without giving it a shot, we're going to the spring. Um, I guess my personal opinion on that thing was, okay, because I had, you know, even some seniors we talked because I have, you know, the little senior group, and they said, Coach, maybe we should just, after we got hit and we had to miss our first game, they just said, maybe we should just go play in the spring. And I, my immediate response was, uh, what if we don't get to play in the spring either? So what are you going to do then? And it shook them a little bit because they started thinking then, you know, it's like um, it, if you call it herd mentality, you got that when you start getting ideas about things. When one person says, let's wait till spring. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you got to back up a little bit, hold the horses for a second and say, well, what if it doesn't happen in spring? Now you lost your whole season, your whole senior season, and you got nothing. Um, it was down to like, hey, let's get what we can get out of this year. Let's play as many games as we possibly can. And, uh, try to be happy with that. If we get six, seven games, we're going to call that pretty good playing some football and, and we get to do it. It's kind of cool. I, I, my wife said, and she's just a, she's, a, she's the rock of our family, but she said, Hey, wouldn't this be a great idea if football seasons were like this every year, you get to know the team you play on Monday and you prepare for Friday. And how great would that be? You'd never know. There would be never that uh, every year, you know, here comes, here comes Everest. They're going to smash us in the mouth. We know this is their defense, this is their offense. And it's brand new every year with the new kids. And uh, I said, yeah, honey, that would be a great idea. But holy cow, can you imagine the ADs? that We wouldn't have one left standing up at the end of the day in Wisconsin. But uh, this is kind of a cool idea. We get to play some other teams um, that we would not have played this year. Just that it would be nice to prepare for them a little bit better. But we did that first week, you know, knowing we play on Wednesday and then or we know who we play on Wednesday, prepare on Thursday, and play on Friday. It, after not having played a game, it was that was just a crazy, crazy time. Our week one, so but uh, you know we're, we're going to roll with it. We're going to deal with it, and hopefully the the kids have a, a great experience this year and 
and say that I was part of 2020 COVID. You know, it's all that good stuff that we can say. I want to hit on the preparation. I'll circle back to that in just a second. Okay. Going back to just one more on the initial, you know, positive test or whatnot. Can you describe the extra gut punch in that this didn't happen, you know, early in camp, this didn't happen two weeks before your opener. This came down within 48 hours of opening a season that you had been anticipating and waiting for for so long. How much extra did that hurt? No, you you hit it really on the head. It, it hurt a lot. And, and again, I go back to the to the point of, you know, we tried really hard and, and you always, everybody's always looking out and say, and even though you can say, what do people think about me or what do people think about us and in our community? And, you know, they probably said, see, you shouldn't have went back. And, and you start having all those conversations in your head while you're sitting in a tree stand or something because it, it happens. And you start thinking about what do people think? Well, man, oh, man, we worked our tails off to try and be best that we possibly could to be safe and be sanitized and be away from people. But again, it just hits you. And and as far as a, as far, as far as a gut punch, you know, you take it and you clinch up your, your midsection again and then you say, let's start walking forward because if you look backwards, guys told me that you look backwards, you're going to run into a tree. And I, I guess I go by those kind of things and, and uh, let's move forward and what can we do? Um, we say let's be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Let's try to help our team out. Let's try to help each other out and make this better as we walk together forward. And, um, you know, those are things we just did. I, I guess we didn't dwell too much on it it hit us yep but we got to go and let's get ready for two weeks for whoever it may be we were we were we were we prepared for we prepared for three teams that week on a monday we were preparing for a team out of out of milwaukee area so we we're sussex hamilton and on tuesday they were having issues with their team because they were going to play another team they were holding ransom this other team blah 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 it turned into a big soap opera then our co uh, ad comes hey you want to go to michigan Escanaba. I said, I haven't been to Escanaba for like 15 years. We played way back when in like 1992 or 91, something, whatever, but I, I, whatever. Um, so we, it, it was tough. And then all of a sudden they said, Menominee has an opening, you know, things fell through for them. So I said, this is great. Let's go. It's a team that we faced and they're kind of like a, a nemesis in our, they, they're a great team and, and we played them and, you know, most of the times unsuccessfully, but um, we beat them a couple of times, but it's a, a great matchup and they have great coach and great team. And, and uh, you know, so it was good for us that we got a game and we're ready to go now. So. Yeah, obviously that opener, it didn't go as planned, but I'm more interested in what you've talked about, the, the preparation and the variables that get thrown at you and try to survive literally day by day, hour by hour. For you as a coach, what does that challenge look like getting back on the field on Monday or Wednesday, and then having to deal with three possible opponents, and then, oh, Friday, it's game day. <laughs> no, there was no doubt. Like I said, the coaching staff was a little bit crazy. Um, my offensive coordinator, he's like, are we going to finally stop and pick a team to play, Dennis? And he's like, I'm like, hey, I don't know. Your, your guess is as good as mine. Let's just start preparing for the base defense that we could see. Here we go, 3-4, four, 4-4. Four, four. We got to prepare for them all, and then we get a 5-3. So, I mean, like, so we really – we're behind the eight ball even more when we start when we get into the last team we played because the other teams were kind of familiar with the stuff that a defense that they proposed to us. But uh, uh, you know we get the different one and like okay here we go a team that we faced a long time ago. Let's find some film. Um, you know we didn't have anything recent and then he had one that they played the week before. So uh, 
we just were scrambling for film and, and trying to make some semblance out of a, of a game plan, knowing that this was our scrimmage because we didn't even get to have a scrimmage. Like a normal year, you go to a scrimmage, you're trying to play different people, see what they can do and can't do. Um, and, and it totally happened like that for us. We were, we're, we're young at quarterback. We're young at running back. Um, we got a pretty solid defense, so we're hoping they pull us through. And that's the way it's going to remain for the season until we get some some games underneath our belt. But, uh, you know, the kids did well, and they totally learned. Hopefully from week one to week two, we see our, our greatest improvement. Like uh, a lot of teams say every year, from the scrimmage to the first game, you, you improve a lot because you can make, make changes, and then you make changes personnel-wise as well. So we're, you know what, we're moving forward, and here's another game. Here we go. Jubilation, elation of just getting back on the field at practice that week and playing under the lights on Friday night. Can you describe that? Well, you know, Friday nights are, are great all the time. You know, the kids were jacked because it was their first game and the whole, I mean, you're talking six months out of school and we're still not in school. We go cohorts. We got five, six kids in my class every hour. It's kind of, you know, one of those things. So we're still not fully engulfed in school, but but they're, they're outside, you know, watching a computer like we are trying to get lessons taken in and then uh, get ready for football. You know, we have to come dressed to practice. We don't get to use locker rooms. The big thing that, that we're missing is the, is the team atmosphere and being together with kids and kids with their buddies and trying to make those connections with teammates and quarterback to receiver, linebacker to D-line. Those are the big things that we're missing in terms of, of the football season. And as far as, you know, being excited to play, the kids are excited to play. That's, there's, you can't, be, nothing to be said about that one. They're, they're excited. But uh, we just got to hopefully, you know, put some things together and then come up with some positive plays and some positive defensive stops and have a successful game here tomorrow night. So we'll see how it works. Obviously, it sounds like between you and your entire coaching staff and Nathan that you guys have taken the protocols pretty seriously from the beginning. But have you had to reevaluate or add some things to that since the positive test came up? Oh, there's no doubt about that. The big thing is when you walk out of the locker room and see the kids that are, you know, when they're supposed to be standing six feet apart on, the, on our walkway behind our stadium, that they're people, they're humans, and they, they congregate together. So you're coming out and you're screaming at them, not really screaming, but you yell, get out, you're six feet, you know, so we're, everybody's doing that and, and you, you still know that, you know, they get in their cars and they drive home and you, two or three of them pile into a car because they got to get to practice. I mean, okay, so all the work we did for an hour and a half, and, and we only got an hour and a half practice, so that's really a crunch time. You know, it's like we get out, get in, warm up, get to Indies and do our drills, and all of a sudden practice is done. I mean, it's it's a just a kind of crazy, crazy time for practice. I mean, we're used to practicing at least, you know, close to two hours. I mean, that's what usually it's like but an hour and a half and you're under time constraints and, and uh, you just got to make it work. So, you know, as far as uh, shuffling things around all the time, it's mostly, Hey dudes, six feet, Hey, get your mask on. Hey, do this and do that. You know, reevaluating. It's just, just constant talking to kids and constant staying. Hey, if you want to play, you got to You got to do the stuff we ask you to do. I mean, it's going to help us best. We know how, I mean, who knows if there's a, if there's a perfect plan, but, but we're trying hard, and we're, we're making it work right now, I guess, moving again forward. Yeah, I don't envy you guys trying to corral 50-plus teenage boys and following all those rules, because boys will be boys. You and I both know that better than anyone. It's, I guess the last thing that comes to mind, Denny, is 
you know, you've been around the block football-wise for a while. You've had a lot of good in your career. I mean, I would assume every career has some bad in it. I've only witnessed good, really, in the two-plus years that I've been around you. But how do you compare a season in the era of COVID-19 to anything else that you've been through in football before? Well, obviously that question is going to be there's never been anything like this ever. Um, just because of the fact I'm just a, a – everybody's a coach that – that wants to connect to your team and you, you want that connection between the kids and you and, you know, the team atmosphere and we're, a, you know, a big team thing. It's a team this and team that. And, and uh, you know, we didn't get to do our, our summer outing. We go to, to our to school forest and we camp overnight and we do those kind of things where we talk about our core values and what it means to be us and, and how we're going to uh, uh, you know, attack the season. You know, when you when you miss all those pieces, it's almost like somebody's taking a part out of you that you'll you're not going to get back. But you kind of got to step back and you know start putting your fingers in the in the holes in the dam. You know, but there's a lot of them that we have to deal with this year. And yes, there's never been anything like this. I, it doesn't even matter. You know, we've had uh, losing seasons where we you know won two games, and it's every week you go into the next week and say, oh my gosh, if I can just get these kids to play hard this week, and we can pull out a win for them and and, uh, you know, now it's every week, who can we even get a game to play against? It's not just about winning a football game or, I mean, but I, I guess you, you look back, fall back and start looking at your count your blessings and say, we get to play some games and how much can you learn from a young man out of what we get to do? Are you learning the, the discipline, you know, to, to be safe and the discipline to do what you're supposed to do? And, uh, you know, a guy that I read and, and follow a little bit says, you know, discipline is the shortcut, you know, do the work. So if you do what you're supposed to do, we'll get to play football games. I guess that's the whole key. Um, if you do the work and, and stay safe, we'll get to play. So yeah, nothing like this season ever. I don't think hopefully there'll never be another one like this and we get back to normals, normals very soon. And, and uh, you don't have to go through another season that watching through the computer, you get to go talk to people and maybe you, you go, go to the schools and, and see coach. I know I miss people that, that come around and say, hi, how you doing? Because that's just kind of people we are. We're uh, social people. You know, we want to be by people, and that's it. Yeah, hopefully the next conversation we have is in person. Denny, is there anything else you want to add that I did not hit on? No, you know what? These are cool things. I'm, I'm glad you guys are working your tails off, too, to, to do this. Um, it's hard talking into a computer and, and saying things like that, and I know you guys just trying to make stories and find stories and then trying to connect like you have a problem with the computer. Oh, so many times I do that with my kids in class. I go, okay, you guys aren't seeing anything at home today because I can't connect. So, I mean, I get you and I appreciate what you're doing. So you're doing a good job. Keep it up. Some kind words there from Denny Gadel. And that's all for today's episode. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. Look out for tomorrow where I sit down with marathon head coach, Ryan Winkler about Marathon's sudden halt to their season and the process they've gone through. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast, and take care.